about this time of the retreat, we've uh, kind of gotten over the first few days of struggle and adjustment and getting into the flow of things and just sinking a little further into our minds. And it's not uncommon in uh, as the momentum of practice gets going that we uncover uh, deeper layers of holding, both in the mind and the body, experienced as pain and experienced as uh, difficult mental states, uh, whether it's whatever your favorite is or your deeply conditioned habit. As Saida uh, mentioned, I think it was last night in the group, he said, you know, the mind is a maze of habits and we're just wandering around in there. And so if you see these repetitive and recurring patterns of mind, your practice is working really well. <laughs> now, the, the challenge is to not get identified with them. And here again, I'll be beating a dead horse by saying, you know, having the right view of things is really vitally important, especially when something is so habitual and so frequently recurring you know, we just we think there's something more to it than just it's a conditioned experience or it's an appearance due to conditions that is not me, and it doesn't feel that way. So we want to again reaffirm that understanding that whatever you're experiencing is a naturally occurring appearance due to causes and conditions that are giving rise to that experience as the effect. It feels awfully personal, of course, and there's the challenge, and that's where all the defilements uh, arise in the mind. The fear, anxiety, struggle, depression, uh, clinging to the good good things when they happen, uh, impatience, and uh, the familiar litany of challenging things. I was listening to a, uh, uh, a talk, a speech on the internet this morning, and uh, the speaker was talking about something, and he said, brick walls are there to show you how much you really want something. And I think that's really a good understanding, so that when we, when we meet these brick walls in our practice, these intractable, habitual habits of mind, patterns of mind, patterns of reactivity, we can think, I, I can't get rid of it, I can't get through it, I can't let go of it, I can't figure it out, I can't... And it feels really pretty impenetrable. So we need, you know, we need to have some patience and some perseverance and the right understanding that as we are aware of unwholesome states of mind, they weaken. They weaken because we're not so identified with them. And gradually they get, we, we get more understanding about them and they gradually get weaker. So to know that even though you feel like you're entangled in a defilement, it is actually lessening as you spend more time with it. And in doing so, we actually uh, 
find a new way in the mind for dealing with these kinds of situations or this kind of situation. But it takes persistence, it takes practice, it takes repetition. And for many of you, of course, by this time in the retreat, you have begun to notice uh, it's a little smoother, uh, practice a little smoother. There may be periods of, and I don't mean to leave anyone out, but periods of times when you feel like, oh, now I get it, or oh, now it's working, or finally, not quite so restless or sleepy or struggling, whatever your perception of good practice is. And like everything else, it's brief, but nevertheless, it is real. And so we want to have the right view and understanding and the right way of working with what are called, you know, the, the effects of good practice, spiritual goodies, we say. And whether it is uh, just a sense of calmness or a sense of confidence or just relief that you don't feel like you're struggling so much, these are, these are important experiences to be aware of because when wholesome states of mind arise and there is awareness of them, awareness strengthens them. Unlike the unwholesome states of mind, awareness weakens them. Awareness strengthens the wholesome states of mind. So we don't want to have only radar for the difficult, challenging, unpleasant, defiled states of mind. We also want to have our awareness antenna noticing moments of or periods of time where you feel confident, joyful, happy, calm, tranquil, non-reactive, clear, uh, confident, and whatever of those signs to you of good practice or maturing practice are apparent. They are the result of good practice. Good practice being right view and perseverance. If we have right view and perseverance, these effects are bound to happen because they are also conditioned. They are deeply uh, conditioned effects of their own causes and conditions. Even though they are a sign of good practice or an effect of the momentum of awareness, when they arise, as Sayadaw acknowledged yesterday to one of the groups, it's almost impossible not to get attached to them. (laughs) And so as soon as they arise and we get attached to them, they become another brick wall. But it's a soft brick wall. It's a pliable brick wall. It's a comfortable brick wall. It's, it's, It's not hard. It's just you bump up against it and it feels so good, but you don't get through. And we want to remember at that time, too, that... Each of these signs of good practice are another conditioned experience due to causes and conditions. They're not you. They're not who you are. They're not inherent to you. They're not yours. And to understand that they're just another experience being known. 
You know, it's just tranquility being known. It's just bliss being known. It's just clarity being known. It's just exuberant confidence being known. It's just whatever your experience is. And with that right view, you, we will come to see and understand them uh, for what they really are, a natural phenomena due to causes and conditions. <laughs> it's hard for us to imagine, as Sayadaw said yesterday, something better than that. You know, all, most of what we seek is sensual pleasures in our world, in our life. And when you get the best of the exquisite, of the delightful, of the joyful, of the subtle, of the... It's like, wow, what is there? What, what, else, what else could there be? Well, that's just the first of the four uh, realms of happiness, sensual delight. And then there's the delight of the purified mind, the delight of understanding, and the delight of nibbana. To yet to be discovered. And if we can see good practice is just another thing being known, we can taste these other forms of happiness. That's why we practice.